All right, good people of the internet, we're doing an impromptu live stream today. And the reason we're doing that is yesterday something pretty bizarre, I guess, if these were normal political times happened, but sort of kind of obvious in these wacky times we're in, and also, also kind of inspiring actually happened yesterday. Uh, so before I introduce my guest, I wanna play, it's about a two and a half minute clip, uh, Joe Biden, the presumptive Democratic nominee for president, uh, he was at the Fiat Chrysler plant in Detroit yesterday meeting with union workers and guys that work over at the factory over there. Uh, and then something happened. So let's take a look. These union workers that have been working countless hours under the Trump administration, I'd like you to explain how you plan to not only keep us working, about how you intend on getting the union vote when there is a large portion of the union workers that are gun enthusiasts and you are actively trying to diminish our Second Amendment right and take away our guns. You're full of shit. All right, thank now, you. Now, no, no, shush. Shush. I support the Second Amendment. Second Amendment, just like right now, if you yell fire, that's not free speech. And from the very beginning, I have a shotgun, I have a 20 gauge, a 12 gauge, my son's hunt, guess what? You're not allowed to own any weapon. I'm not taking your gun away at all. You need 100 rounds. So when you were in Beto, no. when you said you're going to take our guns, that I did what? not say that. That's you not. Did. I did That's not say that. It's a viral video. It's a viral video like the other ones are putting out that are simply it was a lie. Your, your voice. You said that you're taking the gun. Well, no, he just clarified it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hey, take the AR, your AR-14s. Okay, this is not okay. Hold on, hold on. All right. All right, guys, so the brave guy that is talking to Joe Biden right there and speaking to him quite respectfully, actually, and bringing up completely legitimate points and actually quoting Joe Biden uh, is a guy by the name of Jerry Wayne. And I've got Jerry Wayne on the Skype right now. Jerry, are you there? Hey everybody, big news. Wanna let you know that the Don't Burn This Book Tour kicks off on April 28th, which happens to be the same day that the book is released. We've got 17 stops to start right here in the good old US of A. Tuesday, April 28th, we're at the Gramercy Theater in New York. Wednesday, April 29th, we're at the Theater of the Living Arts in P Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. On April 30th, we're at the Fillmore in DC. Sunday, May 3rd, we're at the House of Blues in Dallas. Monday, May 4th, at the House of Blues in Houston. Tuesday, May 5th, at the Aztec Theater in San Antonio. Thursday, May 7th, we're at Cincinnati, Ohio's Bogarts Theater. On May 8th, Friday, May 8th, we're at the House of Blues in Cleveland. May 9th, we're at Old National Center in Indianapolis. May 10th, we're at the Varsity Theater in Minneapolis. May 11th, we're at 20 Monroe Live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. May 12th, we're at the St. Andrews Hall in Detroit. May 15th, we're at the Summit in Denver. May 18th, we're at the House of Blues in Anaheim, California. May 19th, 
We're at the Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco, California. May 20th, we're at the Neptune Theater in Seattle, Washington. May 21st, we're at Revolution Hall in Portland, Oregon. We're adding more stops right now. Those are the original 17. Tickets are now available, and, uh, and I hope to meet you guys. We're gonna do meet and greets. There'll be a VIP section, gonna shake hands, sign books, all kinds of stuff. Most of the theaters are about 1,000 seats, so it's nice and big, but also intimate and not crazy. And uh, I can't wait to see you guys out there. So go to daverubin.com slash events, and I hope to see you guys out on the road. Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing all right, man. First off, you're killing it in the beer game right now. The beard is Appreciate it, thank you very much. Appreciate <laughs> it. All right, man, so tell me just how this whole thing transpired before we even get into the specifics of what was said. Uh, when did you find out that Biden was coming? When did you decide that you wanted to ask him something? Did, was it all just kind of chaos? Just lay out the, the beginnings of all this. Well, uh, we start work at 7 a.m. and they uh, announced that he was going to be stopping in uh, in a couple hours. Uh, we all went to work and I just I kept having things go off my head of uh, questions like I didn't think it was going to be a questionnaire, but I didn't want to show up and not be prepared. And uh, once once he did show up and started going around shaking hands and stuff like that, he made his way to me and I saw my opportunity to ask him a question and everything that you saw transpired. Were you kind of shocked that he was so initially aggravated with you or combative? Uh, yeah, I, I was. I wasn't expecting that reaction right off the bat. I kind of expected that uh, politician type of roundabout. And uh, he didn't. He came out with just straight up blunt force. And uh, I think that uh, his, uh, his advisor next to him, I assume that's what, what she was, uh, told him to stop. And he shushed her and uh, just started to dig his own hole. So before he shushed her, which was kind of interesting and dismissive, he immediately said, you're full of shit. I mean, you yes. couldn't have been expecting that one. I wasn't at all, but I do do construction. And so I, I hear that all the time. So I can't <laughs> say it was like a, a complete and utter shock because uh, to be honest with you, I'm an American citizen and I don't see politicians as if they're above me. I, I, I don't think a lot of people see it that way, but I'm not one of them. Uh, they, uh, they work for us. And I think a lot of people need to realize that. Yeah, when you said that to him towards the end there, you work for me, man, and he completely dismissed that too. Like, is that just why everybody hates politicians right now? I think people don't like politicians because they feel as if that we work for them. I think that's the way America's looking at things now. And uh, that needs to change. Yeah. Did you happen to notice, this is a little technical, but you know, the fire in a crowded theater line that he said, it's actually technically not true. You can yell fire in a crowded theater. A lot of people are confused by this. I've been confused over the yes. years. You can't do it with the intent to basically start a riot or instigate yes. people. Yes, you can, I, I just for all the children out there, it's okay to yell fire if there's an actual <laughs> fire as well. <laughs> yes, if there's an actual fire, you gotta do it. So yes, as, as all this is happening, how, how nervous or not nervous were you? I mean, this guy wants to be the most powerful man in the world, and you were right up in his face. He does. He wants to be the most powerful man in the world, and maybe that might not be his intention. Maybe he does, in his own mind, want to do some good for the world, which is, which is great. Sure. Um, but I think every politician needs to be reminded that America is the strength, not the individual. Uh. I, I kind of sense from the few minutes that we spoke earlier this morning when I had to verify it was you after you emailed me and I was like, all right, yeah. well, I, you know, I can't just put this guy on. I got to make sure it's the same guy. Yeah. Um, I sense you've kind of 
been ready to get your voice out there. Like you don't you don't seem nervous now. You you seem like a clear thinker. I saw you this morning on Fox and Friends. You mentioned Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah. I'm a uh, I'm a I'm quite a big Jordan Peterson fan. Uh, I know not everybody may be, but I, I am. I think that he's an intellectual, and I think he's one of the greatest minds of our generation. Well, this generation, not mine. Uh, but he's a, he's a very smart man, intellectual, and he knows how to put uh, thoughts and theories together in a very nice way. So after uh, the whole go thing ahead. goes down, you guys have your little brouhaha. Uh, did you immediately go, oh shit, uh, this thing's gonna go viral, or you must have seen no, all the I didn't. And the rest of it? I did. Well, I mean, like, I kind of had a hunch that something would happen, you know, like because like it, it's media and things are you know blown up. But then uh, as well, I thought like it was just a confrontation. I'm just a I'm just a guy. I didn't think that this would be blown into such big proportion. I mean, there's, it's on the cover pages everywhere and stuff. And uh, I had no idea this was transpiring while I was going to work. I had some inklings of things like, hey, man, like something's going big, but I didn't have a service at work or anything like that. And uh, when I get out of work, by God, it, uh, <laughs> it definitely went, went to the ceiling for sure. What were your guys saying to you after? Were, were people impressed by what you did? Were people pissed? Did they think you were being disrespectful? I definitely had a mixture, for sure. Um, I don't think everybody, uh, some people knew I was going to try to ask a question, and they tried talking me out of it, but uh, I, uh, I'm an individual. I'm an individual thinker. I'm an individual mind. I'm going to do what I think is right, and uh, I wanted I wanted to, he, he, he came there because he's a Democrat, and there's a lot of unions there, and usually the union goes Democratic. And by the way, in no way, shape, or form am I representative for any union whatsoever. I'm an sure. individual thinker. And uh, I think that he wanted to show there on election day, and he wanted to wave to everybody, show, hey, look, I showed face, go vote for me and get out of there. But I don't think he was ready for an intellectual question. <laughs> when and, he uh, said, take it outside, I mean, <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> oh, I, when, that wouldn't be the first time somebody said that to me. Uh, <laughs> But, but you know what? Um, uh, he, he said it, and that, the thing is that I think that's something small he was trying to get me uh, to, 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 to grab onto to make me look like I'm the bad guy. And that's not why I was there. I was there to make a point to the president. He don't know what he's talking about. Not just president, excuse me, the presidential candidate. Yep. That he doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to firearms. And uh, I, th I think I proved that point. Yeah. So... When he even said to you that, no, I never said that. Now, you were referring to when he said to Beto, oh, you're going to handle guns for me. We all saw the video. You said yes. to him, no, it's not edited video. It's your own words. And he just basically flat out says, no, I, I didn't say it. I mean, it's almost like truth just doesn't bust through to these people. No, not. Well, I'm not I'm not saying I'm citing for what, what these people or that people or anything like that. I, the way I look at it is... Uh, I had a conversation with a different individual. Uh, he just so happens to be uh, trying to run for the president of the United States. And uh, he's my peer. He is not my superior. And I spoke to him and then on an individual level, eye to eye. And I wanted to call him out on something. But I, the thing is, is that that wasn't the only question I asked. Mm -hmm. I was more, I was actually worried about how he was going to contribute to our, our work. We're working very well right now. We have uh, countless hours that we're obtaining and we're doing very well for ourselves. And uh, he wants to come in there and he wants to make it to where unions are better. Um, I want unions to be better as well, but what is he gonna do? I wanna know what is he going to change that makes our lives better? And he failed to answer that as well. Yeah, can you tell me a little bit more about just what you specifically do? 
Uh, I'm a millwright by trade. Um, it's a rotating equipment. Uh, we just work on pretty much all types of machinery and things of that nature. Yeah. Where do you fall politically? It's sort of irrelevant to all of this, but I think it's sort of interesting, just generally speaking. Um, I know there's like a lot of different parties right now. I don't think I fall under anyone individually. Um, I'm a lover, and uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think that there needs to be a new political party, and it's that thin line. I think that we need to come together, and I'm not going to go left. I'm not going to go right. I uh, I'm American. That's my party. Oh, I love that man. You're speaking my language. So thank you. Has has anyone else reached out to you? I mean, I know you're on Fox and Friends this morning. I think you're going to be on Hannity. This evening, I was supposed to be on tonight too. By coincidence, they just booted me for coronavirus. But I hope, I hope you're going to still be on there. But oh, I'm wondering, man. they're not putting me on above you. They booted me too. No, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm in good company. I don't know about you. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. But I'm curious because if you look at the way this is tracking on Twitter, it seemed like it was all sort of conservatives or people on the right that were making a big deal about this. And I saw yeah. basically some people on the left and mainstream people kind of defending Biden as if you were you know, being rude or something like that. But yes. I'm wondering in terms of the media that's reaching out to you, because this obviously broke through to the mainstream, is it only Fox and me? I mean, has CNN reached out to you? Has MSNBC and anyone mainstream? Yeah, I have had, I've had some people reach out to me, but I, I tell you what, I've had so many inquiries. It's very hard to keep up with everything. Like I, and some, like, and, I hope I can use your platform to say this. Same. Some people I just, I, I tried to get back and it just, it, there's a lot going on right now. I'm not used to this, this limelight and I'm just, I'm trying to do whatever I can to uh, move the country forward. Um, I, I, that's not my responsibility at, uh, from what I see, but it seems that a lot of people are wanting me to be a voice and I want to be a voice for the American people if they want me to do it. Yeah, I, I love that answer, man. And, and I know you told me before that you watched the show and it's like, I've sat across from a lot of people who didn't necessarily want to get into the fight, but suddenly the fight kind of came to them from James Damore and Brett Weinstein and Lindsey Shepard mm -hmm. and a whole slew of people. And I, I just get the vibe from you, like you're ready to get in. Um, I, I'm ready to do what the American people want to. I, I'm just here to say what the American people want to say. And I think that I'm, I don't speak for either side, but I do believe that both sides want a middle ground. Mm -hmm. I believe that that's what the American needs more than anything. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a gun guy. I am. And I think, that, uh, I think that gun safety starts at home. And I think that we shouldn't be looking away from this and trying to take, let me give an example. I train dogs on the side. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not I'm not trying to compare dogs to humans in any sense, but if a dog chews things and you come home and you just cage that dog so it doesn't choose things, that dog still wants to choose things. You, you, you didn't fix that dog's issue. Mm -hmm. You just put a bandaid on it. And by by going with humans, if you end up if you end up taking the guns, you didn't fix the issue, the underlying problem of committing uh, committing murder. You just took away an object. That's all yep. you did. So let's get to the underlying issue here and let's fix what's actually broken. And that is, that is the way people are brought up and the way people are treating each other. I'm with you, man. Man, you're, you're preaching it because that's it. It's, it's the psychological stuff. It's the societal stuff, the cultural stuff, the gun, the, the AR-14, as he yeah, called AR -14. it. Uh, yeah, the AR-14. The uh, AR-14 is just the tool, really, more than anything else. Yes.
Well, I don't even think that's the tool. If, if, if he was so adamant of saving American lives, he'd be going after handguns. If that's really what, really what his, uh, his goal was. But they don't want to look at that. They don't want to look at the facts. I shouldn't say that. I should say he. He doesn't want to look at the facts. And the, fa the facts are that's what kills people. And he, uh, I'm, excuse me, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here. Well, um, no, uh, please go ahead. Here, I'll, I'll bring you back around using a segue here. Watch, this is a professional segue. Hey, Ruben Report podcast listeners, just a quick reminder that my first book, Don't Burn This Book, Free Thinking in an Age of Unreason, is now available for pre-order. In it, I show you guys how to navigate a world of outrage mobs, political polarization, and online censorship without totally losing your mind. Pre-order your copy now on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, or go to don'tburnthisbook.com and order yours today. You know, there's a lot of talk right now about Biden's cognitive stuff and that he's bumbling and fumbling and forgetting what he's saying and the rest of it. As someone that stood, you know, six inches away with, your, with his finger right in your face, you know, guy wants to be the most powerful man in the world. Um, did, yeah. you sense, did you sense any of that? I know you're not a doctor or anything. Did I sense what exactly? That something maybe is not quite right. Okay, hell of a segue. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't think I, I, I'm not a doctor and I, uh, I'm going to respectfully, uh, not speak on that. I don't totally want to say fair. anything that I, uh, yeah, that I'm going to shoot myself in the foot with that. I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor. And that's the first time I met him. I don't know how he was 15 years ago in a, in a personal sense and compared to now. Totally fair answer, man. I appreciate the honesty. You are ready to roll yeah. in this bigger world. I can sense. Uh, is, is there anything else you want to share? You got a lot of people that are going to know you now from this, that from what happened yesterday, anything else you want people to know about you, what you do, the union situation, guns, really anything. Yeah, Take the floor, you man. know, I didn't, for a minute, I didn't want to speak on this. I think I might want to know. I've been a union guy for about 11 years now. I got it when I was 18 years old and a uh, very active union member. I've had some ups and I've had some downs. My dues are on time. And uh, I want to let the union, the regular union worker know that you have an individual mind and you can make up your mind. Your union does not make up your mind. You make up your union. And people need to realize that. If you want to be Democrat, Republican, left, right, center, it doesn't matter. You make up your own mind. They work for you. You do not work for them. Love it. Love it. Well, listen to this. I want to pay it forward a little bit because I think what you did yesterday was seriously brave and we need more people like out there. So my tour... Uh, is going to have a Detroit stop. I think it's May 10th or 12th. I'm forgetting off the top of my head. I believe it's at the Fillmore. I want to give you and your girlfriend free VIP tickets. Come backstage. I, you want to come on stage with me? We'll do great. something? I would love to. That'd be great. All right. I'm going to bring you up on stage. Um, and listen, any of your guys that were there yesterday or any of your buddies that want to come, if they just get a regular ticket, we'll, we'll upgrade everybody for VIP. I'd love to just shake all their hands. And maybe I can come to we the might, factory We might, we might fill the on. Fillmore, man. Dude, let's fill the Fillmore. Why not, right? <laughs> I got a lot of friends now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I yeah. did want to ask you one other thing related to that. Yeah. Are, are you shocked at any of the, the hate you're getting? I, I hate to end there, so I'll ask you one other thing after. But Am I shocked you, men at the you hate? mentioned to me you're getting some hate. Yeah, I'm getting some hate on social media for sure. But I think that whenever you're in the limelight, you can't make everybody happy. But what you can do is you can follow you can follow your soul, you can follow your intuition, and if you're leading that right, you're going to go down the right path. And uh, I can't make everybody happy, I can't. I, and that's not then nor is that my job. 
my I feel as if it's my purpose to uh, to, sh to share my perspective on things. Um, I'm not the brightest guy. I, I'm not I'm, like I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but uh, I try, and I, I care about this country very much, and I want to bring this country together. And if I'm the first drop of glue that has to let that happen, I'll be that drop. Listen, man. It's an honor truly talking to you. I think you're the real deal. I think you're ready. I think this is just the beginning. I'm going to send this video to Jordan myself so he will he will see this. I promise you that. And anything I can anything I can do for you and I'll see you in Detroit. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. All right, thanks man. Good luck with everything, Jerry. Yeah, thank you. All right, bye-bye. See you. All right, guys. I, I don't even have how could I add anything to that? I mean, I don't know. I, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's uh, it. Yeah. Uh... Are we still live streaming? <laughs> We're still live streaming. There's nothing, there's truly nothing I can add to that. That, that was just real deal, a human who just kind of stepped into something and seems to be ready to keep going. So I have nothing to add to it. Uh, his name's Jerry Wayne. It was at the Fiat Chrysler facility in, in Detroit. Sorry, if I'm speaking a little slow, I'm getting a little feedback on my earpiece here. We're gonna work on that. Um, but anyway, I think he's on Twitter now. I'm gonna tweet out his ad handle so you can give him a follow. And the games continue, everybody. Thanks for watching.
Hey guys, just a quick reminder that the Ruben Report community is officially here. This is the first project of my new tech company, Locals.com, and you can get ad-free video, ad-free audio podcast. You can communicate with me. You can communicate with other fans. We've got a news feed that has no algorithmic manipulation. There's no shadow banning or de-boosting or the rest of it. We're gonna be building out these communities for all sorts of creators over the next coming months. But right now you can sign up at rubenreport.com or you can download the Ruben Report app in the Apple App Store or on Google Play. 